0: Welcome to the Lee Company Thrive Podcast. I'm your chaplain at Lee Company, Kyle Froman, and I'm thankful you chose to join us for Thrive this week. Over the years, I've spent a lot of time on airplanes, and I've used that time a lot of different ways. Sometimes I use that time to write. Sometimes I would use it to work. Sometimes I would listen to podcasts. Sometimes I would listen to music. A lot of times I would use it to sleep. But there were those times when I just wanted to veg out and watch a movie. I remember last year on a flight home from New Hampshire Motor Speedway watching the movie Fences with Denzel Washington. Fences is based on the Pulitzer Prize winning play by August Wilson, part of his decade-by-decade look at the African-American experience of the 20th century. It was completely outside of my normal genre of film, which consists of, well, Typically, it consists of only slapstick comedy with the occasional romantic comedy. I know. I know. It was an extremely dynamic movie, though, and it had me hooked within the first 10 minutes. Unfortunately, my flight was only an hour and a half, and the movie was at least two and a half hours. So what did I do? As soon as I got home, I went to Target to buy the film and finish it out. And while I don't want to tell you too much about the movie if you haven't seen it yourself, I can tell you it is wrought with relational tension from start to finish. About mid-movie, there's this scene with Troy, who is the main character of the movie, and his son, Corey. Throughout the movie, Troy is incredibly hard on Corey, for more reasons than we have time to dissect in this podcast. But there's this climactic scene that unfolds between the two of them. And I want to share that dialogue with you. Corey starts the conversation. How come you ain't ever liked me? Troy responds, like you? Who said I gotta like you? What law is there that say I got to like you? None. All right then, don't you eat every day? Corey responds, yeah. As long as you're in my house, you put a sir on the end of it when I talk to you. Yes, sir. You eat every day? Yes, sir. You got a roof over your head? Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back? Yes, sir. Troy asked, why do you think that is? Because of you? I know it's because of me, but why do you think that that is? Corey responded, because you like me? Troy answered, like you? I go out of here every morning. I bust my butt every day because I like you? You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. It's my job. It's my responsibility. A man is supposed to take care of his family. You can live in my house, feed your belly with my food, put your behind on my bed because you're my son, not because I like you. Because it's my duty to take care of you. I owe you a responsibility. As I watched this scene unfold in the movie, amidst all of Troy's performing as a father for Corey, because that's what Troy was doing, he was performing the actions, there was this deep rift that existed between the two of them, this unexplainable hurt and pain, because at the end of the day, Corey did not know that his dad Loved him. Really, in that moment, in that conversational exchange, all of those provisions could have gone away if his dad would have just told Corey that he liked him. That was all Corey wanted. Corey didn't want the bed to sleep in. Corey didn't want his belly full of food. Corey didn't want the house to live in in that moment. Corey wanted his dad to like him. I got to thinking about our relationship with God. Catch that word I just said, relationship. I oftentimes think we find ourselves wrapped up in performing for God. We try and put on our best performance for him. We go to church on Sundays. We tip the waitress well and write God bless next to it. We say our prayers in the morning and in the evening. We say all the nice platitudes. We've got our checklist of performances to make sure we didn't step out of the line. Didn't cheat on my wife, check. I didn't cheat on my taxes, check. I didn't lie, check. I didn't steal today, check. I didn't covet my neighbors X, Y, or Z, check, check, check. And sometimes we get it really right but sometimes we get it really, really wrong. See, our right actions help us feel in right standing with God. And the mistakes we make, well, they leave us feeling even more distant than before. And I have this picture of God standing across from us amidst our performance, amidst our responding to him. Well, God, didn't I give you my tithe this week? God, didn't I go to church this week? God, didn't I pray this week? Didn't I do this this week? I have this picture of God standing there asking, do you love me? And then we keep talking. Didn't I do this? Didn't I do this? Didn't I do this? But what we can never come to say is that it is because we love him. Rather, it's because we feel we're obligated to perform for him. It's in the middle of these performance thoughts that my heart is quickened to this. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love that he had for us, made us alive with the Messiah even though we were dead in trespasses. You are saved by grace. Together with Christ Jesus, he also raised up and seated us in the heavens so that In the coming ages, he might display the immeasurable riches of grace through his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For you are saved by grace through faith, and that is not of yourselves. It is God's gift, not from works so that no one can boast. For we are his creation, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time so that we should walk in them. The entire story since Genesis has been about God restoring relationship with man. Relationship. It's not about performance. It's not about what we can say and what we can do. I feel like there's all of these times in the middle of being a good Christian that we forget to be a relational Christian, that we check off the list of obligations and that we stand squared off with God. And then he looks back at us saying, do you even love me? That's just religion. Religion is how do we earn the favor of God through what we do. Relationship is how do we respond to a love of a God that we could never earn. So does it matter what we do? Absolutely. We are saved for good works, but we are not saved through them. How we act is an evidence of how we love. If I tell my wife that I love her and my actions don't reflect it, then the words mean nothing. But if I go through all of the motions of loving my wife and don't tell her I love her and don't connect with her in a true loving fashion, then those actions mean nothing either. How we act is empty without our love, but our love is also empty without how we act. Obedience is not how we earn love, but remember this in the week ahead. Obedience is how we respond to it. I pray that in the week ahead, you don't find yourself performing for God. But you find yourself responding to God's love. Our response is an evidence of our love. If we find ourselves not responding, not living a life that's honoring of God, maybe we have to go back to square one and see if we actually love God, because our love will dictate our response. Don't carry the weight of religion this week, but rest in the beauty of relationship. Grace and peace.